All right, everybody, welcome back to Stories from a Mountain Town. This is Tyler coming to you from snowy Jackson, Wyoming. Uh, uh, no guests today. I just wanted to get on here, do a little winter update, a little life update, if you will. That sounds cheesy, but there's a couple fun things going on. Um, and I was at, I was in Orlando all of last week for a sales kickoff conference for my for work. So I didn't have a chance to meet with a guest and, and break that down. Um, as you might notice, I got a new microphone. Uh, shout out to Adam Lovick, one of my good buddies from high school, who actually also has a podcast um, called Traveler Podcast. Um, he hooked me up with some of his old gear because he just got some new stuff. And then I filled in the gaps um, on my own. So I got a couple new microphones, got a recording device, got some mic stands and some cables. And then I already had the headphones, obviously, from uh, you know just having an iPhone. Um, so yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, send me some messages to see if this is a lot better sounding than before. Um, I'm, there's still some tweaking to be done with how I record these because there's just more, um, you know, more going on with the recording device, but so far it's pretty easy. You know, Adam did a really great job of explaining everything and helped me out where, where he can. So Adam, thanks again for that. Cause it's been a lot of help with everything you've, you've been teaching me about podcasting. Um, I just wanted to go into a little bit about about generally about the podcast. Um, I've been having a, a lot of fun doing this podcast. Um, the people that I get to meet, uh, most of them I already know, but the people that I that I met through the podcast have been really great new friends, um, learning a lot, and that's the biggest thing is I just wanted to have conversations with people that were kind of experts in their field or they knew a lot about something or they're just really good and they're all just really good people, and I just try to learn as much as I can out of every conversation, you know, whether it's the nutrition conversation from last week with Maddie, which, you know, that's a really talked about conversation and it affects all of us. Her focus is more on, on female stuff, but she totally has stuff has told me stuff that I've learned from, um, or just like, or the business behind breweries. Like I didn't really, I drink beer, but I don't really know the business behind breweries very well. So, so talking with Elliot and Luke, that was, just an, those are both awesome conversations and and shout out to Snake River Brewing again for supporting the podcast, providing us with beer. It makes it such so much more fun to know that we have that in our in our back pocket, and that guests can come and have a little bit of a good time and relax and and that whole thing. Um, and and we get to you know sample new beers when they come out, and I'm and I kind of got you know the word on some new products they have coming out so when those get released i'm sure i'll post something about them or um have them on the new the episode at that time um hopefully um and yeah and then and another one just getting to talk talk through some different perspectives with even just taylor or, or alex or my my friends here in jackson um i gotta get them back on to see how their winter's going um because a lot of that stuff like we're friends and we hang out and stuff, but you don't really get to hear about, you know, how they grew up or like Jeff, like deeper into his career path without really asking those probing questions. Like I was, like I was trying to do and just letting them go. And, <laughs> and with Jeff having a, a few drinks in him and having all the energy from the Penn state football game that we just watched. Um, so, so thanks again to all the guests that have come on so far. I think we're on, you know, let me check my phone here to see, how many episodes we're at? Um, episode fifteen, yeah, it was last week. So this is episode sixteen. So 
14 different guests <laughs> humored me to come on a podcast that started out of nothing. So thank you to all my guests for coming on because this show would not be anything without you. Um, I just want, I w- the idea for this podcast was just to keep it guest centric, just have a place for these guests to tell their stories because they, they do social media, but they don't tell the same stories that they do on this podcast. And I've really, I really, really enjoyed the people that I had on. And then thank you to all the listeners out there. Like, it's just insane to me that I can just get on here and talk and this will be more of me riffing, but I can just have a conversation with someone with that I would like to do without any recording device and people actually want to listen to it and brands want to support it. It has just been mind blowing that, that there's something in this concept that, that you guys like. And this is really just the beginning um, and with, with help from Snake River Brewing and other, hopefully other brands around Jackson, there's, there's no telling where this, pla- where this podcast can go. Um, and again, to mention Snake River Brewing, they're such a big brand here in Jackson that I was just, it, it just kind of blows my mind that I get to interact with them, talk marketing with them, get support from them, you know, go in there, have a couple friendly faces in there now that I know that I can, you know, um, talk to if I go into the brewery for a drink or something. So that's just been insane to me. Um, if you had told me, you know, five years ago when I was daydreaming about living in Jackson, that A, I would live in Jackson and then B, I would be, I would have a little bit of support for a podcast through Snake River Brewing. I would, I would call you a liar because that would be just insane to me. So yeah, shout out again to them because it's, they don't have to be supporting the podcast, but they do and, and they're awesome. Um, but yeah, so things are going great with the podcast. I'm having a lot of fun. Um, hopefully to, I'll keep it going. I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll keep trying to do an episode every Monday and maybe if I can't get a guest or I'm busy or something, I'll just do something like this and give a little winter update, a little Jackson updates for people that, that aren't in town here to kind of hear about the, the, the status, the, um, the state of the union here in Jackson, if you will. Um, but yeah, so so last week I was I just got back today. Actually, got back here at noon. I was in Orlando for all week uh, at the, our sales kickoff conference from my from my job. My I, I sell software to banks for a large high tech company called FIS, and we do like big software processing platforms for banks, mostly for banks, but we have other spaces that the business operates into also. Um, and so most big sales organizations will do some sort of sales kickoff conference where they all go to uh, some some city, some big hotel with conference rooms and a big convention center. And it's a big networking and training opportunity. And everyone, you go out and you hear from the big from the from the head of sales and the CEO, and they're all pumping you all up to go have a great year. And and last year for the company was really really great also. So it's looking back on that, saying you know thank you for working so hard and doing such a great job. And then showing forward, like, all right, here's how we blow it out of the water again this year in 2020. Um, and it's always really fun because uh, working remotely, um, I don't think I, I don't think there's any other J- FIS employee in Jackson. Um, t- a, a woman that Taylor does those IVs with, uh, her husband works at FIS, but I haven't met him yet. He lives in Victor. So there's there's not many people around and certainly not my peers. They're across the, or anywhere around the country. So it's good just to see them, see my peers, you know, 
see all the people that I just talk to on the phones or email with all day and introduce them and introduce myself to them and, you know, get to know them on more of a personal level. Um, and then probably more, probably my favorite part of the, of the whole week, I got to be my manager, my new newer manager for the first time in person. We, she's, I've been under her since, um, like last July and Kathy David, shout out to Kathy. She lives in uh, Milwaukee. Um, but yeah, she's just been awesome and our relationship has been really cool. Um, she, she's been working at the company for, I think she said her 41st year will be this year in 2020, which is just insanity to me that how much more she knows about doing this than I ever will probably and more than I do right now. So I've just been trying to be a, a sponge, just listening to everything she says, um, Get it, picking up all our tips, asking her questions, and it, and then beyond my manager, my team, of my my teammates, there's two with over 25 years and one with 17 years in the company. So I'm sitting there with around with almost four, and I'm like, I know nothing in this space. Um, but really good to just see them again, and they're all really great people, and learn from them, and you know, ask them questions, and see how to do stuff, and it's really fun. Um, and then we get to do some training because you know we're all we're selling all day every day, but you can lose you cut you get you can get a little rusty if you're not keeping up with your training. You're like you know that you hear something in training or from up here, and and it's like oh I know I used to do that I know how to do that I know that that's important, but I just kind of for, forget to do it sometimes or something like that. Um, so we did a fun little training exercise where we were like in an old cowboy town, and. <laughs> We had to buy and sell goods from the suppliers and get them to the railroad. And there was all these, like, you know, market things that would happen. And it was kind of like being on the stock floor is what it kind of would have felt like. Um, but it was cool to do that really basic, like, sell selling, like, trying to negotiate prices and try to get the best profit in the little game. It was pretty fun. Um, and then you get to hear, you know, another train. Some other training stuff we did was just, like, um, some little talks about like how do you look at your clients how do you ask the right questions how do you ask open-ended questions stuff like that so I feel really sharp right now and all that stuff and again it's really really fun to go down there and see everybody and and, and just try to get better just try to get better at our craft here because it really is it's it's a science and an art and a craft all in one selling to selling to banks and selling high tech to anybody so it's really great. And then on top of that, it was in Orlando, so I got to go down there and and melt off all the ice and snow from these from the crazy winter we're having here in Jackson. Um, got some sun, got a little got a little roasted, ro got a little toasty, toasty. Try to say sunburnt, man. That was a cluster. Um, played some, played a few rounds of golf at the nice courses down there. We actually stayed the weekend. Um, after all of the convention was done and, and we got an Airbnb and we went to some, some fun restaurants and golfed and hung out by the pool and it was just really good, um, relaxing time to, to get back here and just like kick ass and take names and do all the things that's really motivating to me right now. Um, and F, F, I haven't really talked a lot about FIS on the podcast, um, cause honestly, I'm not really sure what, what I can and can talk about cause it's this it's pretty high compliance working with banks and, and whatever, but it's a really big company. I think we're now 60,000 people strong around the world. 
and it has its um, tough spots for being an enormous company and you know you feel like you're on an island sometimes and you feel like you're a number but at the end of the day your managers are there to look out for you and your upper managers want you to succeed because especially in sales like if we're succeeding then then the management's succeeding and then up the chain and everybody's succeeding so there's never really that vibe of like a manager wanted to push you down for any reason um, because they all just want, you know, to make sales and, and make their goals and and do all that stuff. And so it's a really great company. I've worked there since I graduated. I interned there in college and liked it so much and just really wanted to get that concrete job offer in college. So I, I went back after college, after I graduated and I've been there other sen- ever since in a couple different, a few different positions, um, but moving my way around, trying some different things. And this one I'm really, really happy in. Like I said earlier, Kathy, my manager, is, is so awesome. She, yeah, I could go on and on, <laughs> on and on about Kathy David. She's a badass. Um, but I'm selling to a certain, a bigger size of banks that's, I really like being and I'm trying to work my way up to bigger banks because that's just kind of the style that I like to fit into, the kind of style that I can talk easier to instead of the more, um, maybe more emotional approach that like some small community banks would take and they're not as creative and don't want to small community banks don't want to be as ambitious maybe as some bigger banks. And I really like the ambitious type of bank to work with. Um, and it's all within one core group that we have. And, and it's really, it's really fun. I'm really enjoying this position and it's totally new for me. This is, I jumped into this space in, in last July and I knew, you know, very little about what I was selling, very little about the clients, but Kathy helped me learn all that, and now I'm picking it up, and now I'm really starting to hit my stride, I think. Um, so it should be a really fun year. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, enough about that. I just wanted to give a little, um, you know, winter update here for Jackson Hole. Um, I'm looking at the resort's website right now and it says 412 inches of snow so that's what they measure from the at the top of the mountain and rendezvous bowl um so down in, at our house here we probably gotten 250 300 and it's starting to pile up like when they plow it or when they plow our driveway the the spots around my truck are higher than my truck now and i have a a big ram truck here for jackson um so it's just insanity how much snow and i didn't really i mean i always knew the big numbers but I didn't really tangibilize like how much weather that means. Like, I don't think we saw sun. We only saw sun for like three days in in January, because it's just it has to be cloudy and snowing so much to to make up those big snow totals. And I didn't really put that together before I moved here. So it was just like, wow, we don't. It's just cloudy all the time. And you can tell a little bit in my voice probably that I'm getting over a cold because I don't get any sunlight um, until this week. But yeah, it's been a lot of snow, a lot of fun. Um, I've basically just been riding powder since November because, you know, if the resort, I only really go to the resort if there's double digit snowfall days and that's fair. That's really often. So I've gone plenty of times, um, but I haven't really gone out for like a groomer day or anything like that because I don't like that as much as powder. And then if the resort's not having a good day or hasn't gotten snow in a couple days, I'll go split boarding out in the backcountry, and then that's full powder. So I've basically just been riding powder all season, and it's so much fun. It's my absolute dream. I've always I've loved riding powder since 
Um, I mean, probably like 20, 2010 when I first had my real like big powder day here in Jackson as a f- when we were like, vacationing here. I've been hooked ever since. And you just can't you can't replace the feeling of just like gliding through snow that's blowing up over your face. And you see it on my Instagram all the time. Um, like the spray is just like going in your mouth. Like you can't breathe. It's going over your face. You can't see anything, but it's just, you're having the best time ever. It just feels like you're just floating and surfing all at the same time. And it's just been so much fun. Um, and the split boarding has been a totally new, a totally new take on snowboarding and, and snow for me. It's, I've had to explain this a bunch to my Midwestern friends and people at work. So splitboarding is a snowboarder's way to get around in the backcountry. So if you imagine Google Google this because it's really cool. It's a really cool concept. So if you take a snowboard, a regular snowboard, and you cut it down the middle lengthwise, so then you have two basically skis. Then the bindings are made to come off and turn, so then they're going parallel with the ski direction. And they, uh, the heel rises up, so it's kind of like a cross-country ski motion. And then there's these things called skins, touring skins, that are, have sticky glue that, that stick to the, bi- the base of the, those skis. And then these little furs on the bottom side that will grip onto the snow. So then you can you just have normal snowboard boots, and, then you, and the, the bindings, they buckle in like a normal snowboard but just the toe piece is attached. So you buckle in and then you have to get poles, like splitboarding poles that can go, then can collapse and you can pack them away when you're riding down. So you take those out and then you can walk up things and walk around things. And it's, you stay, you stay on top of the snow because your surface area on the two skis is pretty big. Um, and then in the more popular areas to do that out here and, and in Colorado and everywhere in the mountains, there's things called skin tracks and that's the, path where people have gone and you know that a new one has to be packed down every time it snows but there's the same basic path for these certain routes and certain slopes that people go on and so you can walk around and you walk up these skin tracks to the tops of bowls or tops of mountains or tops of ridges and then you transition the board by taking the skins off um, taking the bindings off and then there's clasps like little pieces of hardware that will hold the board together the two skis together into one board and then um, put the bindings back on and that helps stabilize it too and then you put all that back in your backpack and you can ride down like a normal snowboard and it, the only difference is it's not uh, slipboards aren't as good on hard pack because they're not as they're not as stiff as a regular board with that slit down the middle but for surfing, pow- surfing powder, it works totally fine. Like my board is more powder focused for split boarding than my resort board is because you're only riding powder. Um, but it's just so much fun because I can go out and bring the dogs up with me and they get an exercise and I get to walk around and we see, you know, animals and we see great views. And then we get the f- I get the, the rush of riding down and they get to run after me. So it's been really, really fun to get into a new sport and kind of just reinvigorate my love for snowboarding as a new as a new interest to to get into and learn learn how to do because after doing after snowboarding for so many years um you know a lot of stuff is the same so i don't not 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 to say i get bored i still get excited to go snowboarding every single time i go 
but learning something new has so, been so much fun. So that's my backcountry setup, and I have a Jones split board, Jones Solution split board by Jeremy Jones. He, he started the brand. He's a big time, big mountain snowboarder. Um, his brothers actually started Teton Gravity Research. They make ski movies based here in Jackson, and they're a really cool company. And he's a really cool guy, um, making good snowboards. And it's he 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 talks a lot about how Jackson influences the boards that he makes. So I figured this is a good brand brand to go with. And then the specific board that I have is the one that he rides for his big, the movies he makes and his big, big mountain ascents that he does. Like he did, he climbed and then snowboarded down the Grand Teton with the board that I have. And this is like his main board that he uses. So super great board, Spark R&D bindings. There's only a couple companies that make bindings for splitboarding. And then most of the big snowboard brands will white label those ones. But I got Spark R&D Bindings. Shout out to them. They're a great company. I think they're in Bozeman, not far away. But they do a really, really good job. And their stuff is solid but light. So it's just perfect for that. Um, and then the skins, I got Jones skins as well because they are made to the board. So it just made sense. Um, but yeah, so that's split boarding. Um, if anybody wants to come out, I love. I go split boarding like at least once a once. No, probably three times a week I'll go. It's because you can just do little, like, small little ha afternoon hikes after work, and there's enough daylight here now where it, it, it can work just to get the legs going and get the dogs out and get a little ride in, get to, you know, blow some steam off. Three, yeah, three, four times a week I get to go out to split board, so that's been really fun. Um, and then as far as, like, regular snowboarding in the resort, I've been, the snow's been so good, and I'm – you know, digging my way into the resort further and further and finding new areas that I didn't know before or finding new spots in the in the areas that I know before and knowing where the snow stays and where the tourists don't go and, and all this fun stuff. And so I've been riding at a really, really high level these days because I know where I'm going really well. The snow is insane. The snow is filling everything that you want in. And I'm just doing it so much that I'm getting really good. I'm getting a lot better. And I hadn't done that in a lot of years because, you know, come out here once a year, that gets you better for a week. And then I go back to Afton Alps and that doesn't get me any better. But just being at this, being at Jackson Hole Mountain Resort gets you a lot better. It is a hard mountain to ski or snowboard on, but you will be a much better rider if you come here for just a few days, like out of necessity. Like there's just to get around. I mean, it's safe, plenty safe for beginners and there's a lot of beginner terrain. But if you want to push it and get better and ride some fun things, you will be so much better when you leave. And it won't even compare to anywhere else. You, if you come ride a week at Jackson Hole, you can ride anywhere, skiing or snowboarding, no matter what your experience level is. Um, so that's just been really fun to progress myself even further. And I've been riding with a group of really fun guys, my, my buddies Jeff and Noah. And he, he has had some new friends, friends move to town. Um, Sam and Alex, I don't know their last names actually, but a <laughs> bunch of young kids. I think they all went to college together. And they're incredible skiers, and they just have this awesome energy that we go out. We're just all hucking cliffs and jumping off everything. And that's not something I do when I'm on my own because I don't really look for that kind of stuff. But when they're out there, I'm like, oh, no, I know their ability, and, and so I know I could jump off that too. And it's been really fun to ride with them. Oh, and um, we got another Minnesotan in the group, Cove Philpaw. He randomly knows Jeff Moberg, 
uh, guests in the podcast from, I don't know how they met randomly, but just another Minnesota. He's from Bemidji and he came out here and he snowboards and he, he got a job at one of the shops. So he's been sick to work with or the, to ride with because him too, he just is launching off of every, every single rock, every drop, every cliff that you can find. And I just can follow him. And I know that it, if he, he, that if he thinks it's good, then it's good. So, so yeah, Cove, you've been a lot of fun to ride with. And my knees, all you guys, I don't think my knees are going to last up this whole season because I'm a little bit older than most of them and have a little bit more <laughs> a little bit more uh, football time on my knees. Um, that sounded weird. Um, so, yeah, that was a winter update. Um, just wanted to get out of here, get something out for Monday today. Um, let me know what the, how this sounds. It's kind of just a little test podcast. Because I'm trying out the new mic. It'll be a totally different thing with another guest. I'll try to get, you know, Taylor or Jeff or someone that will be <laughs> will be patient with me for this. But, yeah. And uh, so that that's it. Just a little short one. Um, thanks, as always, to Snake River Brewing for supporting the podcast. And you probably already heard my Anchor ad. I could not do this without Anchor. It is so much easier to create and post and host a podcast with Anchor. So, yeah. Thanks again to everyone, and thank you all for listening. I could not do this without you. The more support you give, the more messages you send me about this, the better I can be and the more content that you want to see out there I can provide. So please feel free to message me on anything or text me if you have my number or call me or come out to Jackson or whatever because I'm open to it. But, yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. Let's have a great week. Let's kick some ass, take some names, and let's – Every morning I wake up and I say, what am I going to do to build my next dream of my life? So let's all do that. All right. Thanks, everyone.